I don't think you should be terrified or afraid at all to hear this podcast. I think it should bring you some comfort and assurance. For when we die, the spirit leaves the body. That body is not us anymore. It's like if you cut a lock of hair off, is that hair the person? Not really. The person is the spirit, the soul. That's what you really know in that person. We know that the spirit leaves the body when the person dies because we read that in James chapter 1. James was teaching about faith. And he says, as the body without the spirit is dead, faith without works is dead. But we see from that the truth of the statement that when the person dies, what happens to that person? He falls asleep. He's no longer awake. He's no longer alive. And the spirit that we know as that person is no longer in that dead body. The body without the spirit is dead. At the time of death, the spirit that makes that person that person is not there. I didn't go visit my dad at a funeral home when he died. I never saw my mother after she died. I called the home she was in, the assisted living home. I said, call Steed's funeral home. The arrangements have already made. Have them come pick up my mother. I never saw the dead body of my mother. I never saw the dead body of my father. Because I know the truth. They're not there anymore. They're gone from that body. Where did they go? What happens to the person who belongs to God when he dies? The Bible shows us death is like being asleep. My cousin's husband died, and she said, He just reached over and patted my hand and fell asleep. He was gone. He wasn't there anymore. That's exactly what happens. She was going to go decorate Thurman's grave. And I said, why are you doing this? Who are you trying to impress? Thurman can't see what you're doing. He won't even know you're there. He's asleep. So who are you trying to impress? She thought for a minute, and then she said, well, then it wouldn't matter where we were buried. I said, you're right. That's right. It doesn't matter where we're buried. We're not there. I heard of a person one time who wanted to be buried overlooking the ocean. 
Why? <laughs> he can't see the ocean from the grave. If he belongs to God, I know he is not in the grave. So the pagan things of this world that people follow after in this subject are just ludicrous. What do you think they're going to do down there being buried next to each other? Are they going to have a poker game or something? <laughs> That's just ridiculous. At the time of death, the spirit leaves the body. The example given to us in the Bible is of Lazarus. Jesus could have kept Lazarus from dying. But this was going to be a statement of God. Jesus was going to raise Lazarus from the dead as a witness to resurrection from the dead. And not only did Jesus see Lazarus, but many people saw Lazarus, and some came to see him because he had been raised from the dead. He had been put in a tomb, and the tomb was sealed. Jesus just said, Lazarus, come forth. And he did. And Jesus said, loose him and let him go. John chapter 11, verse 4. When Jesus heard that Lazarus was sick, did he rush to the side of Lazarus? No. Jesus said, this sickness is not unto death, but is for the glory of God that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. When Jesus heard Lazarus was sick, the normal thing would be to rush to his bedside. What Jesus did is abode two days in the place where he was, not going to the place where Lazarus was. He gave Lazarus time to die, before he went there. Then after Lazarus died, Jesus went to the place where Lazarus was buried in a tomb. Starting at verse 8, the disciples said to Jesus, Master, the Jews of late sought to stone thee, and goest thou thither again? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in the day? If any man walk in the day, he stumbleth not, because he seeth the light of this world. But if a man walk in the night, he stumbleth, because there is no light in him. These things said he, and after that he said unto them, Our friend Lazarus sleepeth, but I go that I may awaken him out of sleep. Then said his disciples, Lord, if he sleep, he shall do well. Howbeit Jesus spake of Lazarus' death, but they thought that he had spoken of taking rest in sleep. Then said Jesus unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead. 
death is shown to us in the Bible as a falling asleep. When the person dies, it's like he fell asleep. When he dies, the spirit leaves the body. And we are told in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, start at verse 13. Paul says, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, concerning them which are dead, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. If you're born again before you die, what's there to be sorry about? You're simply removed from the body. You're asleep when it happens. You're taken and you now sleep in Jesus. Verse 14, For if we believe Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. You fall asleep at the point of death. Spirit leaves the body. And it sleeps in Jesus. This is what the Bible teaches. So the person you knew is not in that grave. That's like a lock of the hair is in the grave. But the person's not there. The essence of the person is not there. I don't think of my mother being in a grave, my father being in a grave, my aunt being in a grave, my uncle. Every one of them were born again before they died. They are sleeping in Jesus. I don't know what that means, but they're not in that grave. I do know that. And you should be able to look at a person who died and see. The person you knew isn't there anymore. I do not attend to dead bodies. If a person dies, there's no reason for me to rush to the dead body any more than there's a reason for me to rush in the bathroom and pull hairs out of their comb and keep it. That's not the person. I think it would be horrible to stand at a grave and think that person is buried under the ground. That person is risen. Sleeping in Jesus. Sleeping in Jesus. And when Jesus sounds a trumpet, the dead in Jesus will awaken. And they will awaken first. And then those who are alive and are left on this earth will be gathered by the angels of Jesus and taken into the air to the new heaven, new earth, where everyone who belongs to Jesus will be. I have written these scriptures out so you will have an opportunity to look at them closely, to build your faith by 
the scriptures, to see the truth. 1 Thessalonians 4. Paul says, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, concerning that person who has died, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not go before them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first, shall awaken. They're asleep in Jesus, they will awaken. It says they will come with him. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. After we are removed from this earth, we are taken to the new heaven and the new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness, which was created by God for us. Revelation 21, 1 through 5. This was shown to the Apostle John in a vision, and he wrote it here for us to see what it was like in heaven. Revelation 21, 1 through 5. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away. This present earth that we live on will be destroyed by God with fire at the end of the world. We will already be removed and taken into heaven. But this earth and all the things that we can see right now with our natural eye will be gone, destroyed by fire. And the heavens will pass away, destroyed by fire. That is in Second Peter chapter 3, start at verse 10. Continuing with Revelation 21, John says, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven, saying, Behold, 
the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. Verse 4, And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more sorrow, and no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. You won't have pain in heaven because you don't have these earthly bodies in heaven. They're not taken into heaven. It's your spirit that is taken into heaven. And God will give you a body as he wills, but you will have a body that's made in the image of God, not the fleshly body that's in the image of your parents. But you will have a body that's in the image of God. God is a spirit. God is a spirit. You can't see a spirit. I have been taken into heaven twice, really one more time than that, three. But I was taken into heaven right after I was born again. I saw no images at all, but I knew I was with God. I was with Christ. I was with the Holy Spirit, but I saw no images. And at that time, I was merged into the body of Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit witnessing. A few nights later, the exact same thing happened to me again. I think it had to do with being ordained into the two ministries to which I am ordained, the two offices. There won't be physical bodies, therefore we will have no pain. Without the physical body right now, we'd have no pain. It's the thing that has pain. Really, we wouldn't have these emotions without the physical body. So God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain for the former things are passed away. Where is the biblical evidence that we will not have these fleshly bodies? 1 Corinthians chapter 15, begin reading at verse 48. There won't be physical bodies in heaven. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things New. Many church going people think there will be marriage in heaven. And the Bible tells us there will not be marriage in heaven. Well, you won't have physical bodies in heaven. So, so many things are missing from the churches that are in the Bible. They don't teach these things. There is no marriage in heaven. Jesus says we will be like the angels. Paul says we won't have these physical bodies in heaven. Matthew 22, verse 30. 
Jesus said, for in the resurrection, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are as the angels of God in heaven. Mark twelve twenty five, Jesus says, for when they shall rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are as the angels which are in heaven. There's a place in Isaiah where it says we won't remember the things that happened before. God says he makes all things new. We enter into a new life. Only righteousness will be present. And I believe each of us will be basically consumed with God as the wife is consumed with her husband when they marry. We will be consumed by him, by God. But I don't sorrow over death. When my dad died, I was glad. He'd had a stroke. He was basically helpless. I was glad when he died. When my mother died, she was 97. She was basically helpless. She was free from this body. Her spirit had left the body. There's no reason for me to see that dead body. I didn't have a funeral even for my mother. There's no reason to. Funerals are for the living. If you need it, you have a funeral. I didn't need a funeral. I told my cousin, I said, I'm not having a funeral. I don't need one. But if you want to have one, I said, and you need the dead body, I'll keep it for you. She said, well, we'll just have a memorial service, which they probably never did. I was the only one to consider. I had no brothers. I had no sisters. When my dad died, my mother was still living. I considered her, and I had just a traditional funeral, but I kept a closed casket. I did not want to see the dead body of my father. That would do no good at all for me. And my mother visited the dead body at the mortuary. But I didn't go to the mortuary. I don't go see dead bodies deliberately. It won't do any good for them. They're gone. They're not there. And it sure won't do any good for me. That's not the way I want to remember my mother and father. But the way I remember them, it's not in a grave. I've never been to the grave. Because I believe the Bible. I believe they're already sleeping in Jesus. Because that's what the Bible says. Now, I can't tell you where this is going on, but I know it's not in that grave. So this is what I live with, and this is what I have rule me, is Bible, what I find in the Bible. But there's no reason to sorrow. The person is free. Death is really freeing. It's freedom from the body. 
And Paul said, I, I don't want you to sorrow as the pagans do. Because the person who dies as a Christian is in Jesus, sleeping in Jesus, and he will awaken when Jesus returns. Testify to the resurrection. You stand there over that grave, carrying flowers to the grave and put flowers on the grave and stuff like that. You're testifying to death. You're not testifying to the resurrection. If you can see that that person is not in that grave, you'll be testifying to the resurrection. He's risen. Thank you for allowing me to share with you today.